Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. If you're watching on twitch.tv slash chef4wvideo, yes, I am a blurry mess. I'll fix that after the break. What happened here? I was focusing on the belt. Every day. I try. All right, we got a lot to get into today. It's Thursday here on the show. It's Thursday, you know what that means. Today, AEW and NXT. What did you think of both shows last night? AEW obviously had New Year's Smash Night 2. Bunch of big matches there, including the main event with Darby Allin and Brian Cage, where Brian Cage decided, I'm going to kill this guy. And he, in fact, went out there and killed this poor little guy. Although Darby Allin did win in the end, retained the TNT title. That was the main event of the show. And then NXT was largely a bunch of matches from the Dusty Classic. We've got the brackets for the Dusty Classic. I think we went over them yesterday. We'll go over them again here. But uh, the point of all of this is the Dusty Classic, for some reason, some of these matches are going to be airing on 205 Live. And I have no idea why, because if you watch NXT, I mean... There's not that many matches for this Dusty Classic. I don't know why they can't air on NXT TV, but that's what they say they're doing. And we also have some matches announced for the Women's Dusty Classic, which, the last I checked, we in fact do not have a full lineup for the Women's Dusty Classic, nor brackets. Maybe we'll get that here today. So, whatever's on your mind from both shows is fair game today. Also, for those of you concerned about Randy Orton after his face was burnt to a crisp on Raw... We got an update. So, yes, I'm getting text messages. I'm aware of the camera, everybody. I'm going to fix it during the break. But thank you. I appreciate that. So, yes, we'll have an update on Randy Orton's face following the angle they did on Monday. So, a lot to get into today. We're going to get back on track here in a moment. So, stick around, everybody. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Living right is easy. 
The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 Ah, buying some pretzel sticks? Excuse me? This is your wake-up call from TrackPhone Wireless. Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but TrackPhone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, hang on. This is your wake-up call, people. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Looks like everything's back to normal here, I think. We're still working on all this stuff, everybody. It's a work in progress, so I'm just trying. All right. all you can do. You're, you know what, Mike? That's right. That is all you can do. Is just try, but thank you. All right. We got a lot to get into here today, obviously. AW and NXT from last night. We'll go over both those shows here in a moment, but I was pleased to see that there was an update on Randy Orton today following the Raw show on Monday night. If you guys watched that show, Alexa Bliss threw a fireball into his face. 
His face was burnt to a crisp. Apparently not. Monday's show ended with Alexa Bliss shooting a fireball into his face. In their storyline update, WWE claimed that Orton, quote, suffered minor burns to the face following the fireball attack by Alexa Bliss on Raw. WWE Digital has learned that Randy Orton suffered minor burns to the face following the fireball attack by Alexa Bliss on Raw. The legend killer laid down a challenge for Triple H at the beginning of the night, was in a battle with the game when Bliss emerged from the darkness. And then it just says, don't miss Raw next Monday. You know, I don't want to nitpick here, but I'm gonna, because we got nothing else to talk about here today besides the two shows last night. But do you know that the other day, my wife got a minor burn on her arm when she was taking a steak out of the oven? You know what happened? What she happened? goes, ow! That sucked. And then she moved on. And then, like, you know, an hour or two later, it, it bubbled up and was kind of disgusting. Yeah. But she's fine now. But the point was, that was a minor burn. This bloke gets a minor burn. He's rolling around on the mat for 45 seconds, screaming at the top of his lungs. And also, a minor burn to his face? The Fiend was completely engulfed in flames. Incinerated. Burnt to a complete crisp. I've heard that. I've got no update on this guy. What happened to him? Is he alive? Is he dead? How come they don't care about The Fiend? Which, by the way, The Fiend is supposed to be the baby face. Randy Orton's supposed to be the heel. We got a medical update on the heel. But, like, the baby face, ah, he just got burnt. He got incinerated completely to ashes. We're not going to tell you about it. It just, nothing happened. Just like they didn't tell us what happened to Alexa after Randy threatened to burn her to a crisp. They made us wait seven days to find out if she had been completely engulfed. So anyway, glad to know that Randy's face is okay. That's comforting. Well, they've changed the game again. You know, all the, the WWE things that they've done. Now they've taken the fireball and completely regulated that now down to minor burns. That's why you do a fireball angle in professional wrestling, of course, is minor burns. That's what you're looking for. <sighs> God, what next? Yeah, mm. now, now, now we're not even focused on me anymore. Now, now the cameras decided to focus on the mic, even though it's never focused on a mic before ever. The so, D? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why this is so hard. Focus on this mic. You would That's think that auto focus would automatically focus, but it, it can't decide what it wants to auto automatically focus on. <sighs> Your mic is crooked. Yeah, of course it's crooked, because I don't want to be in front of my face. You understand? I may as well. Something can be in focus. All right, so... Did, did uh, you think Randy put Neosporin on those burns? Well, I know Whitney did, and that seemed to help, so maybe he just covered his whole face in Neosporin. Now, will we get the the Randy bubbly face, you know? Are we going to get anything close to what, like, you know... One of those fireball, like Ronnie Garvin, greatest example of a fireball. When Jim Cornette threw the fireball in his face, and then they they did it old school style, and they rubbed the sandpaper against it, and all that sort of stuff, and they they put some iodine on it or whatever it was to to make it all to make it look worse. Or, or do you think they'll go through that effort with Randy Orton? Do you think the next time we see him, we just see? I hope he Randy comes out Orton like a mummy, the, his whole body covered head to toe in in whatever, whatever they put on a mummy, gauze, toilet paper. So last night was AEW and NXT. Here's a quick look. Eddie Kingston beat Pac. No, I'm sorry. Pac beat Eddie Kingston. I already screwed up my whole report. 
But it was a good match. And then afterwards, everybody hit the ring. Butcher, Blade, Phoenix, Penta, Archer. So a lot of matches are setting up for down the road. Chuck Taylor last week challenged Miro to a match where if Chuck lost, he would be Miro's young boy. Way to go, buddy. You made a challenge, and then you got beat, and now you're this dude's butler. So we got a rare, stupid babyface. Although I think in the end, he's actually going to be a clever babyface because it'll be that if I win, I win. If you win, I also win because now I'm infiltrating the wedding planning. So he was clever. See what I mean? You don't think this will all end with him, you know, stealing the bride, do you? Highly unlikely. Orange Cassidy popping out of a birthday cake or a wedding cake? We had Dasha with Matt Hardy and Private Party. This actually, now that I look at this show, there was a lot of geeks on this show. Private Party are babyface geeks. They didn't look at their contract. They thought they were giving Matt Hardy 30%, but they're actually giving 50%. And then Matt Hardy browbeats them for being dummies. And, you know, quite frankly, he is a veteran of the wrestling war, so he probably could teach them a thing or two about reading the contract. We had Inner Circle out for their New Year's resolutions, and they got into another argument to get about the tag team titles because Jericho wants to win the titles, and Sammy's upset that he's just teaming with everybody and it was supposed to be them. So next week they've decided, just like with Wardlow and Hager, they're going to battle it out, and then they'll respect each other more afterwards. So it's Hager and Sammy, Sammy Hager, Against Jericho and MJF and Santana and Ortiz. That's next week. We had the Dark Order. They're going to do a match next week, and the Hangman has alerted them that when the match is over, I will let you know whether or not I am officially going to join the Dark Order. Callus, Omega, and the Young Bucks are all backstage, and Callus says, all right, well, we're going to have this tag match tonight, but how about since you guys are big stars... We'll go out first, and then you guys come out afterwards. So Callus goes out with Omega, and then Callus does a big entrance. Here they come. The best friends of Kenny Omega, the world tag team champions, the Good Brothers. And the Bucks are like, you son of a gun. And so the Good Brothers come out, and they destroy Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, and Danny Limelight. I can talk about this one a little bit more later on. We have the waiting room with Britt Baker and Cody. This was something else. This was a Raw segment. And long story short, they announced that Thunder Rose and Britt Baker is going to be on February 3rd at Beach Break. They're going to have that match. Jungle Boy and Marco versus FTR. This match was really good, actually. Although Marco, his character is that he's, he's too dumb for his own good, which I learned that in real life. You know, he challenged me. He paid the price. So they had a good match. They beat the hell out of Marco. And then FTR beat him in the end. So Marco made the challenge, and he paid for it with his big mouth. Taikanti Serena Deeb was a good match for the NWA World of Women's title. Serena Deeb beat her. And then finally in the main event, Brian Cage and Darby Allen. Brian Cage just ruined this poor fella. He just killed him six ways from Sunday. And then at the end, uh, 80 million people showed up and tried to interfere. And then Sting showed up. And Sting took out Ricky Starks, and then Darby Allen hit a crucifix bomb off the middle rope, and he pinned Brian Cage to retain the TNT title. We still don't really know what's going on with Sting and Darby Allen, but, like, unless you're a complete idiot, it's clear that they're a unit now, some way, somehow. Is he his father? Guess we'll... I don't think they've teased that, have they? Well, they haven't. But, I mean, it's pro wrestling. You can do whatever you want. Maybe it is his father. 
Well, what's Darby Allen's age? Sting was on the road then, you know. Well, they just announced that he just turned, I believe, 28. And Sting is 56 or something like that. 55, somewhere around there. So, I mean, it works. So that was the AEW show. And then NXT, we could talk about it more after the break. But, I mean, in general, it was just a lot of dusty classic matches. And they were all largely good. I still, I mean, ever rise. I don't even know what to say. Mm. Uh, Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano. Actually, I thought that match was fine. Dave absolutely hated it. We can get your impressions later. And that was it. So it was good wrestling up and down the show. We can go over the brackets, who is advanced, who is not. That can all be taking place after the commercial break. But we'll take your feedback on all of that as well. Stick around as we get back on the road. Wrestling Observer Live. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Hamish here has an interesting comment that I actually... Oh, now we're in focus. See how long that lasts. So Hamish here has an interesting comment that I disagree with, actually. He says, the waiting room with Dr. Britt Baker is the definition of a polarizing segment. It has gotten the most mixed reviews ever. Either you completely loved it or you completely hated it. I actually am completely in the middle. Like, there was stuff about it that was funny, and I didn't completely hate it. But I can tell you for sure I also did not completely love it. So I was kind of just sort of ambivalent to it. I did think... It's weird because it came off as a Raw segment, okay? And when you hear that, because Raw's been so terrible lately, like all you can think is, well, that's got to be a negative. Not necessarily. I mean, Monday Night Raw, I mean, there was a period where, you know, Raw was the hottest wrestling show that there had ever been. It did gigantic numbers. And just because something was on Raw doesn't mean it's bad. I used to see all sorts of great stuff on Raw. And, you know, I saw segments that were completely wacky, you know, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, playing that stupid guitar, the little hat on his head. I mean, nobody needed to see Steve Austin doing that at the time, but the segment was funny. So there's nothing wrong with having a professional wrestling sports entertainment segment on a show. You don't want too many of them. You don't want them to completely suck. But I thought that, you know, they tried something. It was not a home run. I didn't think it was a complete disaster. It was designed to set some matches up for down the road. So I thought it was just there, largely. Am I the only one? It wasn't good. I mean, it was. It, there were, you know, there were moments of funny, but you know, you can have something be funny and good and move things ahead. I don't think it was good at all. I don't think it was produced very well. You know, obviously they was they're doing this pull apart. All of a sudden, Thunder Rosa pops up, and then we get a, a package from her, and then all of a sudden she's cutting a promo, and it just. It, it was. It just didn't come off very well in execution. It's not that it's a bad idea, although from what I've seen from Dark, it hasn't been all that great either. You know, I worry about it as a concept, but as a concept, Piper's Pit, the Snake Pit, the Flower Shop, uh, Jesse Ventura's deal that he had before, I forget who took that over, uh, the, the Body Shop or whatever it was. So the concept of it, you know, is nothing new. And maybe they work out the kinks, and it's a, a great idea for Britt Baker. I mean, but from what I've seen so far, it hasn't been very good. And I thought last night in execution, just too much was was tried to get accomplished with it. And I think they they missed in some ways. But with that said, I also don't think it's going to be something three weeks from now we point to and go how terrible this was, and they kept doubling down on it or tripling down on it or something like that. 
hopefully with with Jade Cargill and this whole storyline with Cody. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, there's going to be some uh, probably heavy doses of eye rolling <laughs> that's going to be going on with it. It's a it is a wacky story to to be sure. And now Red Velvet stepping in, I guess, is you know the official Brandy replacement. You know, I, I don't know how much this changes things with Brandy being pregnant or anything like that. It's just well, obviously, there was a her whole being lot pregnant of changes everything. There, she's pregnant. She's not well, available for this match now. I just, we'll see what happens going forward. I will say this, and that is what really actually, what I thought was the worst thing about this segment was, so Jade Cargill comes out, and they have this giant brawl, and all of these women are out there, and there's this big pull-apart. And like in the middle of the pull-apart, all of a sudden we're watching a video of Brit and Thunder Rosa, and Brit's beating her up. And then all of a sudden, we're like watching a promo with Thunder Rosa. There was no smooth transition between these three things. It should have been like, there's a quick brawl. It gets pulled apart. Britt says, get these people off my set right here. Blah, blah, blah. And they get dragged away. And then she says, I'm going to take you to this video that I have had produced that I just think is the highlight of the week. Then they go to that video. And then that, that video gets interrupted by Thunder Rosa. That's fine. And then Thunder Rosa did his promo. But it did not smoothly segue from point to point there no and then it was even more jagged at the end because everybody is still standing there jade is not and velvet did not seem to be but a bunch of people that broke it up are now just standing there with their jaws hanging open watching brit watch the video and it's like this is all superfluous these people should be gone this should be brit just looking around having no one to help her besides rebel and you know sitting there being upset that thunder rosa is backed her into this match which she was in a way but i thought too much took you know else that was going on took away from that all right so here are the brackets for nxt for those of you that did not see the show uh we got undisputed era brazango undisputed won that match so they move on we got tony nice and aria daivari versus ashanti the adonis and desmond troy man if there's a match that's gonna air on 205 live that's probably gonna be the one right there we got kushida and liana ruff Versus Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. We have Everrise versus the Grizzled Young Vets. And that match has been won by the Grizzled Young Vets. Are you guys aware, by the way, that Everrise are baby faces? No, they're not. Yeah, they are. What world is this? Quebec? Bro, I don't know, but like they were total baby faces last night. And the one guy. I here's the thing. I don't know anything about these two dudes. You know what I'm saying? I know nothing about them. Like, They're annoying. All I know as a viewer is that one day they were there as jobbers, and then all of a sudden they were kind of being pushed, and now they're in the Dusty Classic. Like, I couldn't tell you their names. I think one of them's Chase Parker, right? Yes. No, the other no. One is... is that right? Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Martell. I, I know the other guy's Martell, yes. Yeah, he stole Rick's name. And I, I watch them in the ring, and it's like they're totally solid wrestlers. Like, I would have a match with them. They're not going to hurt you. They'll have a totally basic, easy match. Like, I have nothing against them as, as wrestlers. But, like, as a viewer, I have no idea who they are. I have no idea why I should care. I know that one of them yells a lot. Great. And, like, that's all I know about them. Well, so geeks. That's what they have shown over and over and over again. Even if you're Mackenzie Mitchell backstage interviewing them, all you know of these guys is... They're geeks, and they're, in some ways, the ultimate tweeners because if the grizzled young veterans are there, they're going to beat them up. If 
Breezango is there, they're going to beat him up. They're going to lose to everybody, and they'll probably still keep talking the entire time like they've been, but that's the only thing that's been established about these guys is they're really annoying for everybody. They do stupid things, they yell a lot, and they get beat. So the other side of the bracket, we've got, remember when they teamed up Isaiah Swerve Scott and Jake Atlas? Well, they've already broken up. So last night. They had one match, and then they were angry at each other afterwards. Well, so. good. They shouldn't have been a team anyway. It was stupid. Well, I'll be to be fair, I mean, they – actually, I don't even know. But they, they faced, didn't establish that these guys were looking for success, so they were teaming together begrudgingly so they could try to make some hay out of their careers in the Dusty Classic. That's all you had to say. So uh, MSK debuted. They're the former Rascals. MSK. <laughs> They've got new names. One of whom now is Wes Lee. That had to be done for me, okay? <laughs> Wes Lee. That's his name. Wes yes. Lee. Not Wesley. Wes <laughs> Lee. He chose that. So they faced Swerve Scott and, and Jake Atlas, and they won. Killing Nash Dane and Carter. Drake Maverick versus Kurt Stallion and August Gray. Uh, you yeah. want to give away the spoilers here? Is that okay? Can we do that? Are we allowed to do that? They've recorded that match? Yes. I can give you those two results are already done. Where did they record it? 205 Live? Yes. The oh. reports have come out that they have mentioned for 205 Live. In fact, coming up for 205 Live on the 15th, and I won't spoil this unless you want me to, it is Drake Maverick and Killian Dane on 205 Live. Makes a lot of sense for them to be on there against Kurt Stallion and August Gray. I'm skeptical then, that uh, that Killian Dane is under 205. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing too is you could have put anybody on there, you, but it, Legato de Fantasma and the Bollywood Boys are the other match that is coming up on this week's 205 Live. Now that leaves they did have three Dusty Rhodes Classic matches on this week's NXT, which leaves the three other first round matches that they in theory could do the next week. But then you also have the women's tournament starting, so. Who knows if they decide to kick some of this over to 205 Live also uh, next Friday as well. So those are your matches, everybody. And as noted, I mean, the wrestling was good last night. I mean, the the match with Everrise and Grizzled Young Vets, I mean, nobody cared about that match. It was just there. There. Uh, they did care about MSK and Swerve Scott and Jake Atlas because they just did a bunch of crazy stuff. And obviously they cared about the main event because you had Undisputed in there and those guys in Brizango had a very, very good match. So, Can I give a spoiler? Bro, Can I give the spoilers here? Okay, everyone. Mike's going to give a spoiler. He just can't help himself. I can't because Legato de Fantasma defeating the Bollywood boys on 205 Live would be one thing to move on. But Killian Dane and Drake Maverick winning the match over Stallion and Gray. To me, August Gray is a guy that like got the best of, of Timothy Thatcher. Kurt Stallion he has did? been one of those, didn't he? Did he well, not? for a second, and then and then he was squashed in thirty seconds by him. The very but next still, week, the, the student you know got one on the teacher there. But like, why not have Stallion and Gray go over on two hundred five live? Since you're you're putting these matches on there anyway, instead of the goofy Mutton Jeff tag team of Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Well, I mean, the answer, Mike, is because some of these people have only been on two hundred five live. I'm not sure the Bollywood boys have ever been on NXT television. And if they have, it's been a long but time. Stallion and Gray have. So why would you put Dan Kurt Stallion again? has never been on NXT. You sure? I'm positive. They announced that Kurt Stallion was going to get a shot against Phantasma. And they just showed a brief clip of him walking down the ramp. And it's like, who's that guy? 
Then they ended up doing that title match on 205 Live. So it's like, if there's a team that's a 205 Live regular team, they're putting that match on 205 Live. But the the tournament is going to continue on NXT, so the NXT guys appear to be winning. That's what I got out of this. Killian Dane as Pierre Owlette as X. Yes, back in a moment, Observer Live. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back here in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. 
As always, we've had one technical issue after another today. So now that I've got the show back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to take so calls. Now you're going to throw in the towel yes. by, by bringing in the calls? That's not throwing in the towel. What big white flag, buddy? No. I'm going to read a couple of these uh, these emails and such before we move on. Because these are very important. Bollywood boys were on NXT once last year against Brizango, and you were baffled when that happened. Kurt Stallion still has never debuted on NXT. Huh. There you go. Guess it was on my 205. This person here says, The waiting room segments are definitely cheesy and over the top, because it's designed to be that way. But once you get past that, they're really my guilty pleasure. Britt Baker is awesome and charismatic. Yeah, she is great. Yeah. She's fantastic. There's ways to go with this. I mean, again, like Rebel doesn't have to be so over the top. They don't have to make it such a cheese ball thing. It's in some ways it's like Johnny Gargano and Candace. It's he he's amping it up to the point where it's like he's playing a heel too often to me instead of being a heel. And there's a level of over the top I think that needs to be done with it. And Britt Baker I think has got in some ways a lot more leeway to do that, but Hopefully they work the kinks out because it's not the worst idea in the world to have a segment like that on the show. And when it clicks, you know, it may be able to be a good thing. She's quick. There's a lot of positives to it. So hopefully they can iron some things out. It's just last night may not have been the best example of what they would like to do with it. This person here says, I feel bad for not hating the Darby Cage match last night. Darby versus what? Cage. Hate it. Well, he says, I always liked Foley in the 90s and 2000s, but I thought seeing... What the bumps did to him would make me not enjoy beatings like Cage gave Darby last night. Well, he ragdolled the guy, but there's a few differences here, okay? Yes, Darby does too many crazy things, and he probably is going to pay for it in some way, okay? But Darby has never fallen off a 20-foot cage through a table and then kept working that match and then got put through the cage again. Not to say he wouldn't, but he hasn't yet. Yes, and the other thing, too, <laughs> and I guess we'll see what happens, but Darby Allen works... Once a week, once every two weeks, okay? Mick Foley was doing crazy things and doing that kind of stuff to get himself over, and he was not working twice a month. He was working multiple times every single week and taking bump after bump and crazy thing. And obviously on house shows, you're going to do less. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, and he didn't work, but do you realize that the day after Mick Foley was thrown off Hell in a Cell, he was on Raw, and he was there in a backstage segment. Yes. yes. Dude, this guy was doing all sorts of crazy stuff for a long, long time. He was heavy, which is even harder on your joints and your body. So I'm not saying that Darby's not going to have any problems. I'm not saying that if I were Darby's mentor, I wouldn't say what I said to Jack Evans, which is, don't kill yourself, buddy. Like, can you not die? He's going to do what he's going to do, but... As somebody noted to me, I mean, there's so many bumps on the stage in AEW that I did, I've never asked, but I bet you anything that the ramp is padded. He's taken bumps inside the ring. They're largely flatback bumps. He did take the one over the top through the table outside, which was crazy, but I mean, he went perfectly through the table. He got cut up on his head, but it's not like, you know, he missed the table or he hit the guardrail or he landed head first or anything like that. So it's not as bad as it seems. I'm not saying it's good to take such a beating, but this is not like Mick Foley going off hell in a cell and falling on cement and doing nesty plunges onto the, all that's, this is not that bad. Yeah, I agree. I, I think in, you know, I'm not, I'm also the no one that's not getting thrown by Brian Cage here, but 
He looked like maybe Darby may have hit his head on a chair when he went through that table, and I don't think that's where he. It looked like he bladed, uh, you know, in the front. I'm not, you know, then he hit his head in the back, but it wasn't nasty or anything like that. Uh, it's where he takes, gets stuffed into a body bag with tacks, and then gets thrown without any control to his body. Like those are the ones that okay, we don't need to see that on weekly TV. We don't even need to see that on a pay per view. If you're going to do something that insane because you're Darby, try to limit that to once a year or whenever your big show is. You know, we don't need to see that every week on TV. But one positive, you know, and there were positives of of. Brian Cage and Darby last night, which was, that was great professional wrestling to me. There are not two better guys. Those two are made for each other because of the nature of pro wrestling. Styles make fights. Is Darby Allen and Brian Cage. Darby Allen is one of the most, he's the most believable high flyer in the world in some ways because every dive has got purpose. Every dive looks like it's killing the guy. Every dive looks like it's killing him. You know, when he goes out there, I, I absolutely think he's fantastic. And Brian Cage is the perfect guy for him to land on, to be thrown by. It's just a perfect dynamic. And I thought the way they worked that match, you're a worker. You can tell me. I thought the way they played that with Cage just killing him the entire time and Darby believably coming back. And then even apparently, and I didn't catch this, this was I saw this later on. They even hit the callback because they showed the interview that Taz originally did with Darby, where Darby blew him off, which led to the creation of Team Taz. He The move that, that Taz was complaining about, the crucifix bomb, which Cody couldn't pin Cody, that Taz wanted to talk to, to, to Darby about, that Darby blew him off on, Darby beat Taz's man with that move and I thought that they tied everything together well I thought it was a hell of a main event I thought on paper you kind of looked at it say well, okay how are they going to play this I thought they couldn't have played that in any better to me I thought it was fantastic all righty let's go to Anthony you're on the air what's going on yo Brian yo Mike shout out to the twitch chat shout out to Jim Valley that's my dude right there uh, I thought both shows were good last night, but I want to talk about this Zia Lee storyline. I've wanted to talk about this for weeks. In my opinion, <laughs> you want to talk about Zia Lee for weeks? Line. Yes, because in my opinion, this is the worst storyline in WWE, and I'll tell you why. What? Do you remember yeah. how? This, listen, listen. How did this storyline start? She was a jobber, and she was crying, and she was begging and saying, "I must win! I must win! I must win!" Then she gets brought to this boot camp where she is now an unstoppable killer, a monster, and is probably going to be headlining for the NXT women's title. So why did she have to win? Why so, didn't she just do I'll this explain this to you, Anthony. Hold on. Let me go, Mike. I'm going to explain this Good. to you, Anthony, okay? Now, granted, this is your typical WWE stuff where I have to make up my own storylines, but this, wow. is, this is what I got out of it, right? Ready for this? I am. Years ago, young Zia Lee went to the Kumite Dojo. I'm just trying to think of a name. She trained at the Kumite Dojo, and she became a great fighter. She then proceeded to go to America, and she was a great fighter there, and eventually she was signed by... NXT. So she goes out there, 
And she's got her highs and lows. But then she starts losing a bunch of matches, okay? Well, the big mean lady from the Kumite Dojo calls and says, Zaya, you're slipping, sister. You either start winning or you will need to be retrained. And Zaya Lee thought, damn it, I hated that place. They beat the piss out of me. Hindu squats and whatnot. Ah, I can't go through that again. I need to win. So she starts going to Regal. Bro, I got to win. I need a match with Raquel Gonzalez. Now, the problem is, if I'm Zaya Lee and I need to win, I don't go to Regal and ask for Raquel Gonzalez. I go ask for whoever that girl was last night that they didn't even name. That got Sanchez pummeled, whatever. whatever her name is. But anyway, she foolishly asks for the wrong people. She gets beaten, and then one day she gets the call. We're coming for you. And that boa, he can't win either. They kidnap him. They bring them back to the Kumite Dojo. They put them through a living hell. And now Zia Lee has been retrained, and now she's going to go and she's going to start winning. That's the story. Does that not work? Makes sense. You know, hey, that's... Of course it makes sense. Is... That's my job. Yes. Do, do you... If you're... If you trained under Shibata, and you were, were given these tools, and, and Shibata-san let you go out of the dojo and let you go on your own, and you just started going out there and taking L's and getting battered and... You remember how much Shibata tortured you. You remember all of those squats. You remember all of the repetition, all of the things that you had to do. I don't know if Shibata-san would beat these guys with bamboo sticks, as what happened to Bo and Zia Lee, but still, you don't want to go back to that. You don't want to go back and be reduced to what she and Boa were reduced to. So I can see how it made some sense. I think of all the storylines going on in any brand of WWE, this hasn't had the chance to be offensive, has it? I mean, we've just seen her come back. She's gotten two quick victories. They still have a lot of explaining to do, but there have been far worse stories, including on NXT concurrently, than, than this one for me, at least. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm giving this one maybe too much leeway and too much opportunity, but I think it's fine for now. All right. We're going to go to my main man, Pedro. You're on the air. What's going on? What's up, Brian? I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, what you think the end game is. Me or two, Pedro. Uh, Sting versus Team Taz. The end game for Sting versus Team Taz. Yeah, where do you think that's going to end up? Like, do you think it'll go to like a blood and guts match or what? Uh, well, I want to thank you very much for the call. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. I haven't given this a lot of thought, but I mean, clearly they're going to be going somewhere. It's abundantly clear to me that Sting is going to do a cinematic match at some point. But, like, he shouldn't do it soon. I mean, quite frankly, they should try to hold it off until the next All Out. But I don't know. I don't know when they're going to do it. But Sting obviously has a bad neck. And there's two options here, okay? If he does a cinematic match, here's the thing. You don't want to bring in a guy like Sting and have him beat the younger stars. You know what I'm saying? Well. So what I was thinking was, he's obviously going to do a cinematic match because he's got a bad neck. Do you know who else has a bad neck? Taz. Taz. Would it be the end of the world if you built up this storyline for months here 
with Taz. He's got a whole army that wants to take out Darby. And Darby kind of goes through them one at a time or whatever. And somehow in this, and I don't know how, I'd have to give it some thought, but you build up to the big match at All Out, and it's Sting versus Taz in some sort of cinematic match. That way, Sting can get a big victory. He's not beating a young up-and-coming star. He's beating Taz. Like, you can beat Taz. Yeah, Yeah, Taz can have another match because you're doing a cinematic match for another guy with a bad neck. That's what I would do. Sting gets his big babyface win. I mean, I don't think it would be the end of the world if Sting beat uh, Ricky Starks, for example. Like, Ricky Starks, he has plenty of time to get over the loss to Sting. Okay, on how you do it. Yeah, so, but, but I mean, I think that a Sting versus Taz match, it's two, you know, legendary names. Taz, probably not as legendary as Sting, but, you know, when I see Taz cut promos, dude's a legend to me. So, you put those guys together, they're third from the top on a pay-per-view, the pay-per-view's still headlined by your young stars, you get him out there in a cinematic match, I think it would be fine. That's what I would do. I'm just going to shoehorn this in before we go to break, uh, with... Ty Conti, because this is what's killing me last night. She was in NXT at the PC. She started there in October of 2016. She was let go in April of 2020. Ten matches since she showed up in AEW in August. Four of them on Dynamite. She has gotten obviously better and shown big improvement in every single one. Well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. 
See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, <laughs> also Wrestling Observer I haven't actually listened. I see these videos during the break, like every day, but I haven't listened to it. So that's like the first time I kind of paid attention. Did I really? was Were Vinny and I watching one of our matches and I gave him a hip toss? I should have been Shoot yelling you. at myself about that. Didn't now, granted, over for you. granted, at the time, we were probably only 50 pounds apart. Today, we're 100 pounds apart, so it'd be completely <laughs> preposterous. But anyway, I want to say something <laughs> about Ty Conti, okay? So I want to make this abundantly clear so this is not misconstrued. I'm not taking anything away from Ty. All right? She has improved a lot. It was a great match last night. QT, Dustin, whoever's doing all of the training, they're doing a fantastic job. With that said, she was not only in the ring last night with a very, very good worker in Serena Deeb. Very good. But when she was in WWE, that everyone is burying the Performance Center about right now, her trainer in the Performance Center was Serena Deeb. So you would have had to really screw up to have a bad match with your trainer for seven minutes on AEW, okay? Now, with all that said, she has improved (laughs) dramatically. And if you want to look at the real improvement, I mean, you can look at an Anna Jay, who, in fact, she's gone from zero to 60. And (laughs) a lot of the other ones as well. So I'm not taking anything away from Ty's match last night. I just, to be fair, everybody's watching that match bearing the Performance Center. Dude, that was a Performance Center trainee and trainer having a match together. So... Anyway. Which says a lot about the system, then, doesn't it? It actually does. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening here today. Twitch homies, callers and listeners, head to the studio. Back later on tonight with Vinny. And I'll tweet what we're doing tonight, because Vinny lost power, so things might be changing. Uh-oh. But that's it. We'll talk to you again after a while.